Welcome to the OT Potential Podcast, where each week we discuss one influential OT-related journal article. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Sarah Lyon, OTRL. Now, if you're like me, the thought of looking at research may trigger a little worry in the back of your mind. When I first started digging into these journal articles for this podcast, I honestly didn't know for sure what I would find. And honestly, I felt a little worried that I would find out that I was doing everything wrong or that other professions had everything figured out and we didn't. And this article really speaks to that because it is about early mobilization in the ICU. And honestly, before reading this, I felt like physical therapy totally had it figured out with their early mobilization initiatives. And when I worked in the ICU, I definitely questioned if my function-based approach brought as much value. So that is what we are going to dig into today. And whether or not you work in the ICU, I'm really excited to share this article with you because I think it speaks broadly to the importance of function-based rehab. The journal article that we're looking at today is called The Effect of Early Rehabilitation During Intensive Care Unit Stay on Functional Status, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. It comes to us from the journal of PLUS One, which stands for the Public Library of Science, and it was published in 2015 and is ranked 37th on our list of the 50 most influential OT-related journal articles. So early mobilization is definitely a hot topic. There is a lot being published around the potential benefits of early rehabilitation in the ICU. And honestly, I kind of thought we already had an answer to this basic question of whether early mobilization during an ICU stay was beneficial. Now, don't get me wrong, there is definitely some promising research around this topic, and there are many proponents out there of early mobilization. But there is also a camp that I didn't quite realize how big it was that believes that more research is needed, and this week's article certainly supports these folks' concerns. This study that we're looking at found that early rehabilitation was not associated with improvements in functional status when compared to usual care. And these findings are consistent with a 2018 Cochrane review about early movement or active exercise for critically ill adults in the intensive care unit. The Cochrane Review found that there is simply insufficient evidence as to whether early rehab is linked to improvements in functional status. So before we discuss this article more specifically, let's just take a step back and talk for a second about the effects of being in the ICU and the thinking of why early mobilization is a good idea. As one would probably guess, many ICU patients continue to suffer functional improvements after they discharge from the ICU and when they eventually discharge home. Uh, one study that they mentioned suggests that even five years after an ICU stay, survivors still report to have decreased capacity to perform vigorous exercise compared to their pre-morbid condition before they had that ICU stage. And on top of these long-lasting effects, mobilization in the ICU can lead to a more immediate problem for these ICU patients, 
which is a condition called ICU-acquired weakness. This is a condition that's still being studied, but just the basics of it are that these patients are getting so weak in the ICU from being immobilized that it's causing an array of other health problems. So it makes sense that early mobilization has been suggested and put into practice to try to mitigate the loss of strength and functional status that can occur in the ICU. But of course, this brings us back to the main question of does early mobilization actually help these patients? I want to pause here and just talk about what is exactly meant by early mobilization. Again, this was a systematic review, so it was looking at multiple research studies that all probably defined it a little differently. But in general, early mobilization activities could be led by PT, OT, and other health professionals. And they involved things like sitting edge of bed, transferring from a bed to a chair, doing active exercises in bed. Um, and I'll go ahead and put a full list in our online version of the Journal Club. I'll also go ahead and link to the assessments that were utilized and highlighted in the different studies in the online version so you can dig into those a little deeper. But overall, as these researchers scoured the research, they were able to find seven studies that explored early mobilization and involved a total of 774 patients. I'll refer you to the article for more details about the inclusion criteria for these studies um, and the specific results of each study. But the researchers were really hoping to explore how early mobilization affected functional status at ICU discharge. But unfortunately, they really didn't find the amount of information that they were looking for. The way the different studies measured functional status was really different. And through the outcome measures that these different studies were using, there really wasn't that strong correlation between early mobilization and increased functional status. The article says that the effects of early mobilization versus conventional care were conflicting. However, there was a more clear trend in the secondary outcomes that they were looking at. Early rehab was associated with an increased probability of walking without assistance at hospital discharge, a reduced risk of ICU-acquired weakness, and improved distance walked at hospital discharge. So what are my takeaways for OT practitioners from this journal article? Again, these are my personal takeaways. I hope that some of you will chime in and share your own or even start a dialogue if you disagree with me on any of these takeaways. My first takeaway was that it seems pretty important that functional status was the primary outcome that these researchers were interested in. I want us to pause here and just process this trend that we're seeing in research about the importance of functional status because it is so great for occupational therapy practitioners. We should just appreciate the fact that functional status, our bread and butter, is considered of the utmost importance. And just as this article shows us, it's really great that these patients are walking a little farther if they have early mobilization but does that really help them in their functional status? And that is the question that, of course, we care about as occupational therapy practitioners. And I think that it's really great to see these researchers from a totally different field actually caring about that question as well. 
which leads right into my second takeaway, which is another continued theme that we are seeing in the podcast, that gains in a single area do not automatically translate to increased functional status. Honestly, I was a little surprised that the mobility gains that we saw in these patients did not translate to overall functional gains as captured by the outcome measures that were utilized. This, of course, may be partially due to the fact that these outcome measures and assessments weren't perfect. Maybe they weren't really capturing the full functional gains from improved walking. But these findings also just fit with this overall line of thinking that we're seeing in our podcast, that you gain what you train, or that if you practice ambulation, you will improve in ambulation. But that gains like this do not automatically transfer to overall functioning. And my last takeaway is that improving function following ICU discharge seems to kind of remain as an unsolved problem. But I believe that it is a problem that OTs are uniquely qualified to address. To be honest, when I would float down to the ICU in one of my previous jobs, I often felt like the early mobilization that PTs were doing was more important than my own OT work. But now that I have spent some time looking at this research, I wish that I could go back in time and approach each patient with new confidence. I would now be much more explicit with family members when explaining that the goal of our rehab is to improve patients' functional status when they leave the ICU. And that at this time, given the research that we have, we believe the best way to do that is to practice, to whatever degree possible, functional tasks that are specifically meaningful to those patients. This is the approach that I want to see studied more. And in the meantime, for all occupational therapy practitioners listening to this podcast, I want you to just feel confident that your focus on function is what our patients need most. So that is all that I have for you on this journal article today. But I really want you to know that I perceive this podcast as just a discussion starter, as a jumping off point for really digging into your thoughts on this research and how you see that impacting your practice. And the way that we do that is with the OT Potential Club, which is the online version of our journal club. And each week we have a forum discussion around the journal article. As always, I'm so thankful to the people who chime in there and just your thoughtful responses to this research. From our conversation last week, I really want to give a shout out to Sherry Stancliffe and Kelly Muir, who really got our conversation going around food selectivity and autism. I also wanted to let you know that I did a lot of research over the past couple weeks about ways that many of you can qualify for CEUs and PDUs for your time spent with these journal articles. I have a blog post about it at otpotential.com. And if you're an OT Potential Club member, I created a form to make generating a report as easy as possible for you. So I definitely hope that you will check that out. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope that this podcast helps you give great care this week.